Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey, and I'm going to be your host here all week. Yes, we're going to do a lot of shows this week, at least four shows. And, you know, why are we doing this? It's because it's Halloween. I love Halloween. I never grew out of Halloween. Loved it since I was a kid. I love I, I, hell. I'll watch. Uh, I'll listen to scary music and watch horror movies year round. But this is the time when everybody does it, so it's just amped up to that degree. So here we go. And today's theme: we're not just gonna do a cavalcade of Halloween songs, although I'm probably gonna do that on one of these shows this week. But today we're gonna have a theme. This was suggested by my cnjradio.com broadcast partner, my brother in crime. This is from Chris. He suggested that I find bands that have scary names or frightening names, you know, Halloween theme. Not necessarily that play scary music, but bands with, you know, scary sounding names. So... I went to work on that, and this is the 10 that I came up with. Some bands you may know, some bands you may not know. Hell, these some of these are uh, bands and singers I didn't really even know until I, I went and did my homework. There's a couple on here like that, so we're going to kind of listen to them together. Uh, but I found some very cool songs here. I'm very excited about today's show. I'm excited about the whole week. So we're going to get going, and I'm going to introduce this first band, this band came out of my love, you know, I'm a child of the 80s, I, I grew up in the 80s, so I, I pretty much love all aspect of 80s, even the cheesy stuff. Uh, this came courtesy of my fandom of the Los Angeles mid to late 80s band Faster Pussycat. Now, I'm not going to play you Faster Pussycat, because that's not necessarily a scary name, uh, but after they broke up in the early 90s, the lead singer Tammy Down... Uh, went and formed a band out of his love of the ever-growing industrial scene. He became a, a fan early on, before, even before like you know Marilyn Manson came around and stuff like that. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, Manson ripped off his gimmick or anything, but it just kind of all happened at the same time. He started this band called the Newly Deads, and I remember seeing like ads for this band like in Metal Edge and stuff like that and I actually wound up picking up the CD I, you know I don't know a lot of people that have this record but I really like this record it was a perfect record for me at the time uh, this is this album came out in 1997 uh, by the Newly Deads self-titled album I think this is a good one to kick off with hey they got a scary sounding name and it's a fun song and listen for the Dust Brothers sample at the beginning this song is called Submission
with submission that's pretty much a two-man operation on that record uh one being tammy down x faster pussycat once again current faster pussycat they even played that song when i saw faster pussycat like five six years ago i saw him at the hard rock cafe i was very happy to hear it i was probably one of the few people that were very happy to hear that and that that was tammy down and kyle kyle uh ex of a band called bang tango which you may have heard of before so yeah, uh, go you know go check it out. They only have two records. Uh, they put out that one, the self-titled, and they put out an album called. Let's see, the re- they had a remix album. Oh god, here we go. They had a remix album called Rebound. Then they had a second studio album called Dead End, and that that's a fun record too. Uh, they had, they did some fun cover songs along the way. I'm sure you might hear some of those on a future episode. I remember they did covers of Go by Tons on Tail, Cities and Dust by Susie and the Banshees, which that Cities and Dust covers on the first album, self-titled, which I play submission from. And they also, I remember they did a cover of Missing Persons Mental Hopscotch on their second album. So a lot of fun. I, I like the guys, and you know they definitely put you in a certain mood for sure. You know, my biggest struggle for this was I was really trying to find bands that had scary names that didn't play scary music, but most of these bands pretty much either kept it hard or dark or both. But maybe we'll have some exceptions here later on in the show. Uh, this band is no exception to that. Uh, I'm going to play a band called the Murder City Devils, a great band that came out of Seattle in the 90s. Uh, broke up there along the way, but got back together in 2006, and they're promising a new record here soon, so we're going to keep our eyes out for it. And this one's dedicated to my friend Randy Brown. I'm actually just calling you out to see if you actually listen to the show. And I remember you saying this is one of your fair bands of all time. So here you go. This is the Murder City Devils with a song called Flashbulb. Enjoy.
and that was the Murder City Devils with Flashbulb. That's from their very first self-titled debut album there, obviously called the Murder City Devils. That song came out in 1997, and uh, they're, they're great across the board. I highly recommend checking out the Murder City Devils. Once again, hopefully they'll have a new record coming out, and which should hopefully be followed by a tour to which I can actually finally go see them. Alright, next song we got here. This is and this is one of those bands I, I just was not aware of before I started doing my research for the show, but I've been listening to this song a lot, especially. I found this song on an album called Gothic Club Classics, and I will admit it, I when I was doing some research for this, I went with bands or titles I could come with off, off the top of my head that had a scary theme to it. But then, you know, after a while, you just start typing buzzwords into the iTunes library, and this is one of those bands that came up. And this is a band called the Skeletal Family. They're from England in the 80s, uh, late 70s, early 80s. This song particularly is from 1985, and once again, I've been really enjoying this song. This song is called Promised Land. Here you go.
That was the Skeletal Family with Promised Land from their 1985 single. Hope you enjoyed that. They, it looks like they got. I was doing some more research on them earlier this week, and they broke up about a year after that song came out. They got back together in early 2002, and then they just broke up again like two years ago. So now I'm kind of bummed out. I'm just now discovering them. Had a chance to see them. Well, maybe I had a chance to see them. I don't know if they played around these parts, but. Uh, yeah, they're broken up again. So, but I, I, if this, that's your first time hearing this song, like it was for me this week, uh, let me know. Love to hear from you. I'll be uh, looking up some other stuff by them in the future. That's for sure. Now we're gonna go all the way back to the '50s. Right now, gonna do a song by a artist called The Phantom. I had a hell of a time trying to find anything out about the Phantom, but thankfully Rhino Records did me right here. I got this song actually from a fantastic box set. It is is one of the best box sets you could possibly ever get. I know I plug Rhino Records to death on this show, but this is from the box set called Loud, Fast, and Out of Control, The Wild Sounds of 50s Rock. And this is literally, I went on the internet and everything. This is the only thing I could find out about the Phantom was the little write-up they had in the booklet here. So I'm pretty much going to read it verbatim. This is as dark, demented, and subversive as it gets. The glottal shrieks, unanticipated stops, and barely contained chaos make the song Love Me the holy grail of rock and roll archaeology. The Phantom, born Jerry Lott near Mobile, Alabama in 1938, switched from country to rock with a vengeance in 1958. Quote, I had worked three months on a song called Whisper Your Love, he told the researcher and interviewer Derek Glenister. Once I got it recorded, someone said, what are you going to put on the other side? I sat down and put all the fire and fury into it, and I could muster. I wrote the song Love Me in ten minutes, did it in two takes. I was running around, clapping my hands, screaming. The drummer lost one of his sticks. The guitar player's glasses were hanging sideways over his eyes. There you go. I mean, that you, you'll hear it on this track for sure. And at the end of this story, it says, Now it gets really weird. Lot took his tape to Los Angeles. He found out where Pat Boone went to church. And after worship, handed him an acetate of it. Boone was intrigued and came up with the idea of the Phantom. So Pat Boone actually gave him the idea of the Phantom character, going as far to suggest that he wear a Lone Ranger mask. But then uh, he signed uh, Lot here to Cucamuga Records in October 1958, and they put out this song, Love Me. It appeared in 1960. And some two years after it was recorded. So it took two years for uh, from it, the time he recorded it to get it released. So that guy hustled and finally got it out there. And, uh, of, of course, the, a tale of uh, 50s early rock and roll excess after in 1966 after three marriages and at least one of them bigamous. Lot was in a serious road accident that left him partially paralyzed. Never put out another record, but they ask, of course, at the end, could he have possibly topped this? Who knows, but this is one of the craziest tracks you're ever going to hear. Now that you know a little bit about the man, check out The Phantom with, you know, if you have to, the earliest Psychobilly song I've ever heard, if you can find one older than this, you let me know. Here's Love Me. Hold on tight. Hello, you've got a chance at last. Do the things we wanna do. Don't hesitate, I can't wait. Love me. 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 Love me
Possibly the coolest 90 seconds of music ever recorded. That was Love Me by The Phantom. There you go. Alright, next song. A band that most of you all know. I'm going to play a song by The Zombies. I'm sure since the show's been started, you'll be like, Oh, The Zombies. That's got to be the first thing that came to your mind when you're thinking about spooky band names. Hey, zombies are big again, right? They're big now. You know... Uh, myself and I know my friend Chris and a few other of my friends. Uh, we, we 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 loved zombies before anybody else did, and we loved these zombies before anybody else did. You know, I don't I don't know how the hip the hipsters got into the zombies in the last few years. I'm trying to I'm still trying to figure out how or why. Like just it's just random. I'm I'm not angry about it. I just wonder who got that ball rolling. So, eh, who knows? Moving on, uh, I'm gonna play a song. That the zombies, hey, and I, I did play Rod Argent on the show and his band Argent on the, the previous show. So, Rod Argent gets uh, another spot on the show with his first band. Uh, this is a single that came out in 1966, and it's a song called Gotta Get a Hold of Myself. Here you go.
there's that great spooky funeral-like organ intro and outro that keeps up with the theme of the week. That was The Zombies with Gotta Get a Hold of Myself from a single release in 1966. I got that one from a CD of theirs that came out on an import label called Best of the 60s. So it's kind of a mostly singles collection with some album tracks. Pretty much all, all of their big singles from the 60s are on there. So that's a pretty cool CD. And uh, yeah, Zombies, gotta love them. And uh, moving on to the next song. This is by a band called The Warlocks. Now, there actually have been a couple of bands called The Warlocks. There's a current one in California, but there was a band in the late 60s called The Warlocks. We're staying here in the late 60s. Uh, featured a, uh, It's hard to find out information on this band for me. I'm, I'm having a tough time with research this week, and I'm usually so good at it. This band featured a very young Dusty Hill and Frank Beard. This band, The Warlocks, was one of the catalysts one of the reasons why the little old band from Texas, ZZ Top, exists. This is before they met with Billy Gibbons and made beautiful, awesome music together. So check this out. I mean, these guys were definitely knee-deep in psychedelic rock uh, with a slight blues tinge, but this is pretty cool. I think uh, this is one of those great undiscovered gems still. And uh, you can't even find Warlock's records, but I'll let you know what CD I got this off of when we get back. For right now, check out The Warlocks with a song called If You Really Want Me To Stay. If you really want me to stay you better make some changes today That was The Warlocks, featuring, once again, Frank Beard and Dusty Hill, later of ZZ Top. Not even sure what year that came out. It has to be late 60s. 
the very the very latest and i you can get that song actually on a compilation cd that came out last year called the roots of zz top which features all three of the pre-ZZ Top bands that either Billy Gibbons, Dusty Hill, or Frank Beard, or combinations of both played on. Go check it out if you are a supremely big fan of that band like I am. Alright, now the next song is by a band called The Nightcrawlers. This band is from the late 60s. Once again, we're, we're kind of, it's kind of like a big Nuggets Fest today, if you're familiar with the Nuggets box set that Rhino put out bunch of cool, obscure garage rock recordings, you know, from the 60s. Some big hits, some not. This song was a pretty decent hit when it came out, and most of you may know this as a Cars song because they covered it for the Shake It Up sessions, and their version never got released, even though, uh, you know, when uh, Rick Ocasek was dating B.B. Buell, they took Rick's vocals out and had her sing on it, and then she put it out herself. But the Cars version came out on the Just What I Needed anthology, which is a great double-disc set. Uh, obligatory Rhino Records plug once again. That's where I got. Um, that's where you can get their version of it. But for now, I'm going to play you the original version. And I got this one off of the Nuggets box set that Rhino Records put out. It's pretty much the best place you can find it. And this song is called The Little Black Egg. My little black 
that was the Nightcrawlers with the Little Black Egg. Hope you enjoyed that. And moving on. Now, full disclosure, I learned about this song pretty much the same way anybody else that's ever heard it has uh, through the Jackie Brown soundtrack, uh, the Quentin Tarantino film. I remember this this one really stood out when I when I got it too, and this is one of those songs that's definitely made to be a Tarantino soundtrack song. Uh, a band called the Vampire Sound Incorporation. So now you know why they're on the show today. Uh, this uh, I couldn't once again hard to find out information about a lot of these bands I'm playing today. So uh, the the best I could find out these are just two guys from Germany uh, named Manfred Hubler and Siegfried Schwab. Uh, they definitely have a love of horns and fuzzbox guitars and organ and all that cool stuff. And this is a really cool track. This fits in perfectly with Halloween. I always put it on Halloween comps that I make. So check it out if you've never heard it before. This is the Vampire Sound Incorporation with the Lions and the Cucumber. There you go.
that <laughs> that was Manfred Hubler and Siegfried Schwab, slightly better known as the Vampire Sound Incorporation. Vampires Sound Incorporation. I apologize, I've been butchering that name all day. That song was called Lions and the Cucumber, which you can easily find on the Jackie Brown soundtrack. They put out that album in 1969, an album called Psychedelic Dance Party, and they also put out an album called Sexadelic. Not even sure which album this song appears on. This is how easy it is to find out information about these guys. But what a cool, like, song. Just that, that sound is so ahead of its time. I mean, 1969, that's, that's really impressive. So that's all I got on that one. But moving on now, we got two left. We've done eight. We got two more. Uh, some very cool bands coming up. This first band from England called The Stranglers. Yes, a lot of slasher films feature at least one strangulation, so that's why I went with it, folks. And this is, once again, this also ties very well into the Halloween theme. This is from an album called The Raven. I'm going to play you the title track from it. And The Stranglers is one of those bands, I have a couple of records by them, but it's one of those things, the more I listen to them, the more I like them. Most people have heard the song Golden Brown for being on numerous compilations and soundtracks, but if you dig deep, there's some cool stuff out there, and I'm one of the people that's guilty of not digging deep enough, and I need to do it more. Probably going to be listening to more Stranglers after the show. This is a song called The Raven. Here you go.
such a range of styles in that band, you know, punk, new wave, post-punk, even some prog going on in there, especially on that track. And uh, yeah, that was The Stranglers with The Raven, uh, from the album The Raven, 1979, the year I was born. I was actually looking up some facts about uh, The Raven album as I was listening to that, and of course via the Wikipedia found out an interesting thing about this album. When it was released in 1979, it charted number four, like in its first week on the album charts, but there was some controversy apparently on how the numbers were done that week, and due to an error, they're saying that it may have actually should have gone to number one, because the same week that that charted was the same week the the new Police album that was coming out at the time, but it hadn't even but the Police album hadn't even hit the stores yet, so a lot of people think that the Stranglers um, numbers went over to the police here and there. So, crazy. I, I, I wonder how that even happened in the first place. It's not like we had SoundScan back then, but I guess the retailers fudged the numbers or something. Or maybe it's a conspiracy. I, I don't know. But uh, a would-be number one album, The Raven by The Stranglers, 1979. So, all right. Getting on to the very last song of today's show. Don't worry, we got plenty more shows coming up this week. It's Halloween week once again. Having way too much fun with this. I hope you're having fun along on the ride here with me. This is merely the first stop. But the last song on today's show is by a band called Scream. There you go. There's the name. Scream. And this band is considered, you know, definitely a part of the Washington, D.C. hardcore scene in the early 80s, uh, you know, but and they get compared to Bad Brains a lot, which is very, very justifiable. Matter of fact, I can't recommend a band from that era more than Bad Brains than The Scream. You will love this band if you check them out. If, you've, if you're a fan of, you know, all those other bands from that scene at the time, if you're a fan of Minor Threat or Government Issue, check out Scream. I'm going to recommend an album to you that everybody should have in their collection. It's actually a reissue that came out in the early 2000s that Discord Records put out. It's a twofer of their first album, Still Screaming, and their second album, This Side Up. You get them both on the same record, plus a great bonus track at the end, this cool dub mix of Walking Song. This this is the CD I, I recommend that you must get out of anything I play today. Go get Still Screaming and This Side Up, the reissue from 2002. Scream, uh, a band with ties to the Foo Fighters, of course. If you're familiar with their history, Dave Grohl was their second drummer. And even Franz Stahl, the play guitar in the band, wound up joining the Foo Fighters after um, Pat Smear left the first time so and it's all in the family and obviously they're all friends uh but god this band is so good i know i I mentioned bad brains earlier and they they did that they took the hardcore style mixed it with uh some dub reggae here and there and you know just just straight up heavy whenever they just had a great range of styles this is a cool up-tempo song this was actually the lead song off of this side up album and check it out this is called Bet you never thought.
out. That was Scream with Bet You Never Thought. You can get that on the CD still screaming this side up. Definitely go buy that. I know I said that already, but you, you must have this CD. Excellent. Uh, up there, for me, it's 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 practically up there with Raw Power, London Calling, any of the best punk albums you could you could ever buy. So, yeah, that's all I can say. We're very happy to use them on the show today. The first band I thought of was Scream, of course. It's Halloween. So with that, I'm going to say goodbye to you for the day today. We'll be back on the show tomorrow. I'm not sure which one I'm going to do. I've got everything lined up for what I'm playing this week, but uh, just depending on my mood is what show you're going to get tomorrow. So stay tuned. There's my teaser right there. Ah, the unknown is scary too. Yes. All right. Well, thanks a lot. And and, and by the way, before I get out of here, you know, go to cnjradio.com for all the shows for the Wrestling House show that I do with my friend, my best friend in the whole world, Chris, who suggested this lovely theme today. Uh, Let me know what you thought of it, and I'm sure he'll see it on there. If you post it on the wall, he will see all the nice things you have to say about uh, this show in particular today. So yeah, cnjradio.com, that's got all the links. It's got the Facebook link. It's got the iTunes link where you can subscribe to the show and anything else you need. So thanks a lot, everybody, for tuning in today, and we'll see you tomorrow.